Hi, everybody out there in podcast land. This is little sis Ashley. Welcome to another episode of Stuff Our Dad Can't Have, a podcast of two sisters doing what we do best, chatting it up with each other, talking about food and also the history of that food, giving all the sarcasm we can and teasing our dear old dad with what he cannot have. Today, we're talking about Juneteenth. Yay. <laughs> we have a holiday. So excited about and this. And then they tried to commercialize it and copyright. Oh, no, don't talk about it. Okay, don't my bad, my bad, my bad. I, I planned this out. I literally I'm thought this I'm mad about through. it. I'm mad about it. I'm mad about it. I'm I angry. Typically wing things just in life in general. But I literally thought about this podcast tonight. <laughs> so first thing random-ish. I was today's years old when I found out that this month, as well as being Pride Month, is also Black Music Month. I didn't realize we had a second month. I did. See, hence the like, I literally, I was like, what? Like that's going on the podcast. So which part of Black music are we celebrating? Are we celebrating? We're celebrating Black music, all the contribution Black folks have made to music. And part of the thing they talked about was blues how yeah. apparently blues was thought of a slave music and i'm like mm-hmm. what i've never yeah. heard that before i have and they were just talking about like you know how blues doesn't necessarily tell a story with its music it tell it shows feeling it conveys mm-hmm. how you feel and i'm like that explains so much the name about the blues yeah like I get it. Like I like blues, but I always thought they were just trying to take you on a journey. I didn't think that it was just it was just feelings. It was just just want you to emote. Yeah, I like that word emote. 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 (laughs) I feel so sophisticated saying it. Yeah. So I thought that was really really cool, and I was like, "Am I the only one who didn't know it's Black Music Month?" (laughs) Like I know it's Pride. Didn't know. I know. Yeah, I definitely knew about Pride, but I did not know about Black Music Month. Right. See, we were both today's old when we found out about Black History Black Music Month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I didn't I didn't set you up there. <laughs> no, because I was like, if I have to come up with the I was today years no. old, I am going to fail. <laughs> no, I was just like, man, that's pretty cool. That and is like cool. there's a new Elvis Presley bio biopic coming out. And I was just like, Shane wants to see it. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. Like, are they going to talk about how he basically stole m- black music from black people? Like, are they going to hit on that? Or are we just going to kind of I would hope so. That? I would hope so. You know what bothers me? It's not so much the Elvis biopic mm-hmm. or biopic. It's that at one point, people used to say biopic. And now we say biopic. Because it's like a because it's not necessarily hundred percent a biography of the person. They they change some parts of the story, they amp things up to make it kind of Oh, is that the difference? To me it is. I was like, there's oh, a biography. I thought it was just someone then... decided. Well, all bio unless it's an actual documentary, if it's a movie with a script, it's a biopic. biopic. I distinctly remember hearing people <laughs> say biopic. Oh, really? But I don't know which one is right anymore. But people really only started saying biopic in recent years. True. It used to be pronounced biopic. Wow. 
Yeah. I promise you. And then I was just kind of like, I was listening to the radio or something and I was like, wow, they are totally mispronouncing this word. Awkward. <laughs> and then all of a sudden everyone else started saying biopic. And I was just like, huh, I don't like. For me, I always just thought it meant it was a biography and a movie. So the, a biography and a movie together, and they kind of played up certain parts. That, in my mind, I was like, oh, there's a difference. Mm. <laughs> so let's Google it. Oh, God. <laughs> she said, let's Google. <laughs> yeah, because there was even something that said pronunciation, how to pronounce the word in question, American pronunciation, biopic. <laughs> is it pronounced biopic or biopic i mean that's uh, mm. is it bath or both i mean it's just the difference between english and, Eng- and queen's english i guess i don't know <laughs> there are a couple of youtube videos on it as well so i know i'm not crazy it was definitely different it's biopic because it's short for biographical picture yeah i thought it was a i mean it's reddit it's on reddit so you know (laughs) you can take that with what you may i just thought it was a portmanteau two different words and that's why they pronounced it the way they did like i didn't think it was like a whole thing it's a whole thing apparently congratulations we found out today (laughs) it's a whole i was today's years old (laughs) when i learned that biopic and biopic is actually a thing and someone else other than myself noticed <laughs> the difference in pronunciation okay some like stuff it. like that is just regional and that's cool true yeah true. all right so you know what time it is <laughs> i guess we're gonna cosplay huh yeah i wish she finally got the clap ladies and gentlemen yes! finally <laughs> Not least, I hope it the comes podcast through. is over for tonight. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. It was, I'm going home. She finally found the baby bear position. <laughs> not too little, not too much. Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. <laughs> hey, you gotta celebrate the little win sometimes. Hey, right? you got you gotta you gotta <laughs> celebrate the big and the small. Absolutely. All right, Amber. How have you a- attempted to adult this week? Um, I can I use I went to work. Yes, you know what I cooked dinner tonight. We've been we've we actually have. I did not eat out today. I love how <laughs> you phrase that very specifically <laughs> because it is a daily goal to not eat out. It's just every day we take it one day at a time because some days we fail miserably and other days we win (laughs) fabulously. Today, I won fabulously, partly because I just pretty much didn't have a healthy breakfast. Um, One of my peeps at work gave me a box of Pop-Tarts. Every once in a while when I'm struggling on breakfast, I'll hit up her drawer because she has a drawer of snacks. And so I'll put money towards it. And so instead of putting, because she was like, no, you only gave me one. And I gave her like $5. I was like, no, because one day I might need more. She was like, oh, okay. So she brought (laughs) me my own box of brown brown sugar pop tarts nice. i prefer strawberry or cherry but beggars cannot and shall not be choosers <laughs> because guess what i had today a pop tart and some cheetos and that was breakfast. 
I'm gonna need you to do slightly better. I didn't slightly, have slightly. It I just said slightly. Was, that was it. It was like add a work. fruit gummy to that so that we can say fruit was involved. That's what I'm talking about. Like I took a better. vitamin. I took there a vitamin go. this morning. Never mind. You did I drank, I drank all my water. Then never mind. So, I got no comments. Yeah. Then we're good. <laughs> For lunch, um, the hubby made brown stew chicken one day. Tiny guy loves it. And we had a bunch of leftover gravy and some potato. And so um, I made some ground turkey earlier in the week because um, for Memorial Day, we had pulled chicken with, um, it was pulled, well, that wasn't, it was Sunday, the Sunday prior to Memorial Day, we did pulled chicken Mm -hmm. with um, baked beans and all that stuff. And so I I like to put some ground meat into my baked beans. So I did a little bit of ground turkey. Not a lot, just a little bit. It should be like a one to three ratio of meat to baked beans. <laughs> a little and throw some, Hey, And throw some um, cinnamon in there, a little bit of brown sugar, and it's delicious. And so hmm. I cooked a whole pound of ground turkey. And I was like, this is going to be clutch one day this week and sure enough I took the <laughs> leftover gravy because he said he was just gonna make some rice mm. and I was like huh so I made oh. some spinach rice which was basically when I buy rice when I buy spinach I chop it up and put it in the freezer that way it doesn't go bad and I can pretty much throw that in anything because that's how I get the tiny guy usually when I'm cooking him something to eat a vegetable you got to get it in there wherever you can so I did some rice and spinach and then I took the ground turkey that I already cooked and the leftover um gravy from the brown stew chicken and um mixed that together and packed it when I tell you that thing hit <laughs> it was good I was like yo the next time you make brown stew chicken we know later in the week we will have some ground turkey with this leftover gravy because you're not going to use all the gravy. Mm. It's just too much. Okay. So that's how you get two meals out of one. I love it. I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's how I cosplayed. I had that for lunch. And then for dinner, I had some Lido salmon on a cedar plank. I soaked it in some water and lime for a few minutes and um, then I did some sweet potato, chopped it up and boiled it. There's this particular type of potato. I think it's a Chinese potato or Japanese potato. Okay. But it's not like our potato. It's not like our sweet potato where it's yellow or orangey mm-hmm. flesh. It's white flesh with a purple skin to it and it oxidizes very quickly so it starts to turn brown the second you chop it you need to be tossing it in some water Hmm. and you just boil it for about 20-30 minutes depending on how big the slices are and it's delicious and I'm the tiny guy loves that too so we (laughs) had um some roasted because brown food tastes good like we talked about last week (laughs) I did roasted string beans drizzled Mm. some olive oil salt pepper um forgot to put lime on it but just a little bit of seasoning put it on the same um, tray as the salmon on a plank put a little green seasoning on the salmon a little salt and pepper not enough salt we had to actually add salt (laughs) we were eating it it's not a bad thing it's better to be less salty than over salty as we that's exactly what the hubster (laughs) said and then um that was dinner oh we had some brown bread from um 
Cheesecake Factory because you know they say they sell that in the stores now. So oh, I didn't that know was that. dinner. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. So toss that in the oven for about five minutes while it's still hot from cooking the food, and there you go. I love everything about it. Yep, it was um, delicious and nutritious. Nice. How did I cosplay like an adult this week? Mine is also food related. Mm-hmm. Last week I was completely dysregulated, as you and I know. <laughs> just just everywhere but where I needed to be. And it was hilarious, but also not hilarious. And I realized I did not properly plan for dinner this week. Oh. So when I mean properly plan, I mean we literally had no food here. And I was just like, how am I gonna fix it? How did this? you let that happen, Ashley? like you know you go to the store like I would go to the store and pick up small things and never the uh-huh. whole thing I'm like I don't know uh, what I was doing again I was in a whole I was worried pieces, about parts. yeah so I just didn't have enough to make one meal mm-hmm. so um on Tuesday after work I was just sitting in the car and I was like what am I gonna eat for dinner I'm like I don't know and then I was just like I'm going to Wegmans <laughs> I'm going to prepare food <laughs> section. I'm picking up two meals from the prepared food section. One is going to be dinner tonight. One is going to be the leftovers are going to be lunch the next day. And I picked up two things and I picked up a half of a pound cake. And like, literally I had breakfast, dinner and lunch for the last two days. And I, I was just like, nothing except for pound cake. <laughs> I heard pound cake. Well, and I, pound cake was part of it. I literally brought two meals that covered lunch and dinner for a couple for two days and I was just like this I, I stuck at pound cake what kind of pound cake <laughs> it was just more about plain it was plain vanilla pound cake I was hoping they had like a vanilla I mean a lemon but they didn't but beggars can't okay. be choosers but um no I was just like this is the best seventy dollars I've spent. I also picked up one or two random things because it's me. Let's just be honest. Me and Wegmans I mean, were gonna I pick don't up random shit. Ever not get random stuff? Yeah. If it had not been for my random picking up of stuff, I would not have had Cheetos to enjoy with my pop tart today. So. <laughs> there you go. So far, I've learned nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but no. But I was like, we didn't have to worry about dinner this week. Like it was done, and I was just like, this is nice. This Isn't is nice. nice. I didn't I'm have to cook anything. I, so it's oh, really nice. Oh, wait. I still had to cook. But I do like that. <laughs> it was a sheet pan dinner, which I do love. So, um, oh, update from last week in my new skincare routine. Ah, oh, yes, yes. It's more working. More. Yay. All the CeraVe stuff. You Like, um, all the little, like, uh, because I have these scraggly hairs under my chin that are just unruly and I have to pluck every once in a while. But then they like to grow themselves right back in. So they leave a mark. It's like four of them. It's just, I guess, adulting. I don't know. Well, those little dark spots that they left from a long time ago are fading. And I'm super excited about that. Because, you know, usually like you can see women who get the hairs and like they'll have dark spots sprinkled all underneath their chin well listen girls get you some (laughs) CeraVe salicylic acid face wash go ahead and hit up their retinol whatever it is use and I only use it every other day I do that the retinol every other day then I put on their night cream and then in the morning I just rinse my face off with water I'm not washing it again and then I um, put on vitamin c they have a vitamin c thing and then I put on my sunscreen and morning moisturizer 
I love Roll it. Out. I do want to switch back to Kinko. Um, oh my gosh, the tennis player. Serena. Venus. Not Serena. She beat Serena. Um, Japanese and black. Drawing a Osaka. A Naomi Osaka. She oh. has a um, line of sunscreen for African Americans, or I shouldn't say for African Americans, for people with melanin. And go. instead <laughs> of what you know, how sunscreen normally leaves you a little white. Yes. A little whitish hue. This mm-hmm. one has a brown tint to it, so it doesn't Ooh. leave you looking weird. But I wanted to give the whole CeraVe thing a run first and that way my skin can get used to it and then I can switch back to Naomi Osaka's sunscreen because I do love her sunscreen and her lip balm too that thing is the bomb I need to get her sunscreen because it is definitely it's sunscreen time like typically sunscreen time well typically my my moisturizer has like SPF in it but in the summer Mm -hmm. I like double that with actual actual sunscreen when I have to go outside yeah i think you only need one though right well my skin seems to enjoy it it gets really dry when i don't do that in like really really hot weather i don't know but it's probably also has a lot to do with my water consumption which is basically none so you know oh really it's hard to drink water when you're wearing a mask all day and surrounded Um, by people all day this is me (laughs) judging you i literally sit in meetings all day long i'm around people all day long unmasked people yeah. all day long i still gonna drink my water yeah there's a new there's a flu going around there's covid going around like you know what i'm just y'all doing too much <laughs> girl too much is this world's way of going at this facts. point facts true facts <laughs> <laughs> like yes you're right so all right so today's episode is out juneteenth and i'm like super excited because i got to all go right. down my history wormhole you know how i love history like I should have been a history teacher but I just don't like teaching it's the same thing over and over again and you gotta follow someone else's directives and I'm good <laughs> sources for today's podcast are juneteenth.com battlefields.org history.com cnn.com the goat wikipedia and nytimes.com. <laughs> and the name of the article that I loved was called Hot Links and Red Drink by Nicole Taylor, who also just recently published a book. So, hey, congratulations to her. Hot Links and Red, red drink. drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the name of the article. But I love it. It's just it's great. And it's on NY Times, New York Times. Okay. So Ooh, check it out. I have a subscription to New York Times. Check it out. I'm telling you, somebody got to sponsor us one day because we're really <laughs> out here stimulating the economy. <laughs> so some facts to start us off this year juneteenth is on a sunday which is also father's day so double celebration and it is a federal holiday thank god that will be celebrated on june 20th so juneteenth is the 19th of june but we're celebrating it by not going to work on the 20th so to quote martin lawrence from martin you know early 90s it's a holiday stay home (laughs) (laughs) so last year juneteenth our very first juneteenth federal holiday i was at work are you gonna be home this juneteenth girl i'm taking off the whole week i'm not stepping foot in that man's establishment i'm celebrating freedom day (laughs) without the damn ice cream 
I'm sorry. I'm still mad. You're I'm still st- mad I'm bitter. I'm bitter. And I've been waiting to talk about it. We've been waiting for <laughs> Juneteenth to come up on our show. So I could be pissed. I love it. So Juneteenth is one is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration. Com- com- oh, I can't say commemoration. Word. Commemoration of the end of slavery in the United <laughs> States. It has been called Jubilee Day, Emancipation Day, the Second Independence Day, Freedom Day, and African American Emancipation Day. So there's a lot of ways to say Juneteenth, which I love. Um, so. What Juneteenth really is, is celebrating the reading of General Order Number 3 by Union General Gordon Granger, a lot of G's here, in Galveston, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> that is a lot On of June 19th, 1865. So as we know, June, now we put it together, June ni- Juneteenth is a combination of the word June and 19th. Put all right. together. Because we like nicknames. <laughs> so... General order number three reads, the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves and the connection here, the two four existing between them becomes that between employer and hired laborer. But they still didn't pay us. And if you notice, it's a focus on Texas. On Texas. I mean, well, it's <laughs> Texas. It's Texas. And why is that important? Because Texas be texting. Texas be doing Texas stuff. So yeah. <laughs> you about to say Texas be texting. And I was like, that sounds like texting. <laughs> so, but basically, you know, that person who won't believe you until they hear it for themselves. Right. That was Texas. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, but Basically, Texas was ignoring Confederate General Confederate General Robert E. Lee's surrender at Appomattox Courthouse on April 9th, 1865. Um, so at that point, pretty much slavery should have been over because of the Emancipation Proclamation, but it really wasn't because they were still fighting the Civil War up until May 13th of 1865. Girl, Robert they, E. Lee. They still fighting. They still they fight. Still <laughs> mad. They still fat. They, they stay mad. <laughs> they stay mad. Okay. But literally, Robert E. Lee <laughs> surrendered on April 9th, 1865. Why you have a two-day battle May 12th through 13th in 1865 in Brownsville, Texas? <laughs> why why are we still fighting? Because they mad. They they big mad. They was big mad. <laughs> and that battle is called Huge. the Battle of Palmetto Ranch. But to be fair. It was the last battle that happened after the surrender. So other battles happened, <laughs> but I'm just blaming Texas because Texas. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's not like they have Facebook or Twitter right. or. Yeah. And the, the reason why they were still battling out was because basically the enslavers just kept the information to themselves. Like some of them knew that the slaves had been freed um, right. even after general order number three, but it was like, it's harvest season I can't do this harvest with myself. And if I tell them they're free, they roll it out or I can't afford to pay them or I don't want to pay them. So, well, luckily we know how that ended. Right. And I'm just like, you know, we what? get paid. Basically. It's like, so if you just freed me, I'm not going to stick around for someone who just literally thought I was like one fifth of a person or three, three fifths of a person. I'm not, I'm not sticking. Up. We're not friends. I'm not hanging mm-hmm. around. So I'm not going to help you out in your time of need. <laughs> 
So basically slaves were only free. Well, those who were enslaved were only freed once they knew about journal order number three. And that's a big difference. Cause like, you know, like you said, there was no internet. So until you found out about it and you could safely get you away and read, right. Supposedly couldn't read, couldn't write. So if mm-hmm. someone didn't come tell you or someone didn't come with force behind them. Right. You were going to be still on that plantation. So yeah. yeah. But then I was just like, so, so yeah. So I think they were saying that most, like it wasn't until like June 19th, like June 19th is Juneteenth, but it doesn't mean that people were freed on June 19th in Texas either. Like, so just right. like, it's just a celebration of the date that it was read. It still took a while for people to be free. It took a very long time for people to be free. And some of them still fighting the war. So. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, so where does the Emancipation Proclamation fit in all this? Because I'm just like, okay, we have General Order Number 3, Emancipation Proclamation. So the Emancipation Proclamation actually was made two years before in, on January 1st, 1863, which is where, you know, watch night services at church. Mm-hmm. When on New Year's Eve, they stay and they stay up all night praying. And it's called watch night service. Yeah. It's because um, those who were enslaved on Jan- on December 31st, 1862, stayed up all night. So when um, the Emancipation Proclamation came out, they could officially be free the very next day. Um, so they just so stayed they were- up. They just did a countdown. <laughs> Oh, we did a okay. countdown, but we still do watch night services at churches, and that's where it originates from. And I thought I did not know cool. where I did not know that that's where watch night services started. Yeah, they were, they were watching waiting for the first, waiting yeah. for for freedom, Free for freedom, and the Emancipation Proclamation was very specific in its wording. Um, so it says that all enslaved people in Confederate states and rebellion against the Union shall be then, thenceforward, and forever free. So you literally had to, so it only applied to places that were under Confederate control when the Union troops well, came in. Well, because we had our slavery had already been ended in the North, right? Mm, kind of. Like it only applied to yeah she's like okay what? future history future <laughs> so the Emancipation Proclamation only only was only about slaves in the Confederate states so if you were under Confederate control and the Union Army came in and took over if you went behind Union lines you were officially you were free, free mm-hmm. in the South right you so were free. I'm hoping you were free in the North but um you we all know I how America that. We know how America, America. Like that was one of the major issues that led to the Civil War was slavery and the use of slavery or the desire for the northern states to not see slavery extend into the new territory, whereas mm-hmm. southern states wanted to see it yeah. um, extend into the new territory. So I took that as if you were in the north, you were pretty much free. But you still had to racism you still had some I mean, who did well freedom ain't fr- free. ain't cheap and it ain't always free either i mean that's we still true deal with with racism and all those things mm-hmm. i mean women have the right to vote and yet and still the majority of our elected officials are white men so tell me about sexism <laughs> right like <True>. it's <laughs> yeah. it, with freedom comes the good and the bad of freedom yep so 
when so again talking about the emancipation proclamation in 1863 you know if they made if the union's troops made advances into your space in the confederate lands okay you were free but the union army didn't make that many advances into texas so those enslaved in texas didn't have union lines to go behind because they weren't really fighting in texas Mm -hmm. so they were literally just hanging out thinking life this is what life is Mm -hmm. and believe it or not many enslavers moved to texas because they thought it was a safe haven for slavery lie detector test determined that was a lie (laughs) so yeah so this is all happening in 1863 and 1865 so you know he general granger needed to go make a statement (laughs) he had to go make a statement of purpose specifically to texas to let them like yo so you know literally this this is done right and then over and this is june 19th but this the 13th amendment didn't pass until december 31st 1865 so again we stood in like the timelines didn't really match up perfectly well i mean it takes a while to pass legislation but this was basically an executive order which is doesn't take as much time to pass you can pin that as long as you're president and you have the the power to enforce it and Lincoln had the power to enforce it he did because he literally just won a war but yeah so just just by researching the history of Juneteenth I learned about figured out where watch night services came from learned (laughs) that it was first the Emancipation Proclamation but that only was for wartime areas and then there was the general order number three and then there's the abolishment of slavery it's like okay so there is a whole timeline here where people were slowly learning oh wait a minute you don't own me anymore hey i'm a i'm a full person now i always knew that but now you i guess have to recognize that too i don't know (laughs) you should recognize it. you should per the law so and what's interesting that texas is literally was the first state to make juneteenth an official holiday in 1979 really Mm mm-hmm so Texas, I'm like, there's like, it's all surrounded by Texas, but it like Texas did something. But would did their something current else? governor have made it a national no. holiday mm. or we'll observed all, it as a holiday? Let's a all look holiday. away from the, let's all look away from the camera, <laughs> look up in the sky, <laughs> look over, oh my imagine gosh. better times. Because <laughs> oh no, I am no. <laughs> always surprised at the, uh, the things folks say and do especially that cat that that cat is different we're not, going, we're not doing that we're, we're we're staying away from that anyway politics no just oh. just current texas. oh that one I greg abbott specifically <laughs> i can't do texas right now i'm sorry yeah I just can't it's, it's a little <laughs> tough it's tough but yeah so texas did make it a holiday official holiday in 1979 and mm-hmm. part of some june juneteenth um celebrations is to go back to Galveston, Texas to Emancipation Park, which is a piece of land that former slave enslaved bought because they were trying to, you know, come down on those celebrating Juneteenth in Texas. So they said you can do it on public land. So black people came together, bought a park right. and like we're celebrating I'll it right you here. Better. <laughs> this here my land. This here you joint hopper. And Emancipation Park is still a thing in Galveston, Texas to of this course. day. So hi. But that might make it worth going to Galveston, Texas. I've been there once. One of my friends mm-hmm. used to work for Exxon. 
yeah, in Galveston. It just looks hot. I don't. It was don't. hot, but then we like also hot. it was it was June. It was July because nope. then we also went to Essence Festival in New Orleans. Nope. We're good. Is, they call it the Essence down in new orleans and i love it are you going to the essence like yeah i'm going to the essence i love it don't laugh at new orleans i love it man no i'm not laughing at new orleans i'm laughing oh, at you how, hot at how i said it okay yeah it's hot, <laughs> hot it is i ain't going in there but yeah so but the food is delicious it is great oh my god it's great yes and yeah. you should definitely go for the food Especially Always. since you can enjoy some of the stuff I can't because I can't touch the seafood with a 10-foot yeah. pole because there's going to be a piece of crab floating around in it somewhere. <laughs> so, and again, we all know that President Biden signed um, the resolution that Congress passed in, nine, in 2021 to make it a federal holiday. So again, June 20th, stay home. Anyway. <laughs> or um, June 20th, a day of service. True. I'm so staying home. I'm not going to do anything. I'm staying yeah. home. I'm putting I don't my go out. Up. Once it hits like 90 degrees on a daily basis, I'm I'm home. I'm good. Really? Yeah, I don't participate in summer. Well, so your nephew she said I don't participate. <laughs> I in don't. Summer. I don't. <laughs> your We're nephew good. is a full participator in summer. Girl, mm-hmm. the way that little boy had us outside walking, taking him and the dog for a walk today. The dog was ready to come in. The husband and I were both ready to come in. This tiny human is out here playing in the mulch. Like, what are you guys talking about? It's fantastic. Sweat literally dripping down his nose. He gave zero Fs. He said, I'm outside. I'm good. Mind you, at daycare, they spent most of the morning outside. So it's not like he hadn't been outside today. He just wanted more. He wanted more outside. All All the outside. All the outside. So... I found a, f- a interesting, it's definitely not a fun fact because none of that is, none of what I'm about to say is fun, but an interesting fact is that um, according to Wikipedia, the last enslaved people present in the continental United States were freed when the enslaved people held in the Indian territories that has sided with the Confederacy were released, namely the Choctaw in 1866. So there were still slaves in the United States in 1866, but they had sided with the Confederacy and not the Union Army. When choosing the wrong side goes wrong. (laughs) But still, I'm just like, so they were literally still slaves in the 18th. Okay, whatever. It's America. Um, Juneteenth is also an international holiday because the Muscogos, descendants of the Black Seminoles who escaped slavery in 1852, which was in Florida, settled in Cojulia, Mexico. They celebrate Juneteenth too. That's so pretty it's, cool. It's international. It's worldwide. Um, <laughs> payback, or I should say, in support or returning the favor because we celebrate um, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> like, I don't think so. I feel like it's not the same. <laughs> not the same. Because, no, you know, I mean, they, you know, the Muscogos are like, hey, we escaped in 1852. So we're going to celebrate our, you know, our escape from this barbaric practice. I'm like, I'm going to get that one to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how does one celebrate Juneteenth? I mean, basically, you do what you do on July 4th, Memorial Day or any summertime cookout. Literally, that is what you do. Um so ways that they have celebrated Juneteenth, past, present, future, rodeos, street fairs, uh, rodeos, right? We out here having, ro- where is a rodeo? 
I've never been to Texas. one, and it's kind of on my bucket <laughs> list. Of course, I actually went to a rodeo when I was in Wisconsin. We did a Janine and I did a um a yeah, trip your- across the United States, and we right. literally went to a rodeo. And then also, you know, black cowboys. Cowboys are, were originally black men. I think there's yeah. a whole history on that. So rodeos actually make sense. <laughs> I just want to go to one. I just think that's cool. <laughs> There cool. was one in the area a couple weeks ago, but life just didn't allow me to go to my very first rodeo. <laughs> also worry about it being too much for the tiny dude, like too loud. Yeah. And he's not the type to wear headphones. So yeah. maybe when he's a little bit older, we can go. I really, I genuinely want to go to a rodeo and have like fun. in real life. <laughs> Low how to learn how to rope a steer. <laughs> um, I don't have to learn how to do it. I just want to watch someone do it in real life and not on TV. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but yeah, so rodeo, street fairs, cookouts, family reunions, park parties, historical reenactments, and they're also Miss Juneteenth contests. So basically, whatever you do in the summertime, just do that on Juneteenth. You'll be good. <laughs> do you remember that one year where mom and dad went, um, was it on a cruise or something, and we were home by ourselves? And Nisha took us to a Juneteenth um, thing at Shimarazo Park because yeah. every year Shimarazo Park had a whole Juneteenth uh, yes, cookout. It was the, the neighborhood cookout in celebration Basically. of Juneteenth. And <laughs> I'm laughing already. So you guys in podcast land. This is, it was a good day. It was a very Great good day. day. We woke up, we didn't start no drama. We were chilling. <laughs> Our parents had just left. They told us what was in the wheel that we had to sell the house. Something happened to them, basically. And you know, it's kind of like, oh man, don't make me think about y'all dying. I still gotta go to college. Um, and selling the house because <laughs> you know they ain't say before college. And well, because they expected us, they were very clear. You pay for yeah. your own college. Yeah, there was no stuttering there. There's no um, thanks, mom and so, dad. <laughs> When we um when we got home from having a great time at Shimarazo <laughs> Park, um <laughs> at that point we had a cat and it was still an indoor cat. It was my cat and he was the indoor cat. And it's important that it's important that we say that he's an indoor cat. Right. Because not too long thereafter he became an outdoor cat. Not too long <laughs> after that, he got into a fight with some dogs and he was a heavenly cat. But um <laughs> So we come home and our neighbor goes into her house and we are going up to our house and um, when we get to the door, there's a curtain over the door and the curtain moves in a manner that you would think someone is there. So um, (laughs) I said zero words. None. (laughs) I saw the curtain move. I decided I did not like the movement and I ran. And that was it. I don't know if Ashley's behind me or not. No, I was behind you. I'm saying when I ran, I did not know if you were behind me or not. But I ran. And Ashley ran too. Cause we have a we have a rule. We grew up with a rule. One if person start running. One person running, you run too. You Y'all run can figure too. it out later. And we did. 
And I remember stop running. I'm like, so why were we running just now? <laughs> yeah, and she's just like, why didn't we run? I was like, oh, the curtain moved. I don't, I didn't like the way it moved. It didn't sit well with me. It wasn't right within my spirit and my soul. I didn't like it. So I ran. And so um, the neighbor came over and we went into the house and the curtain moved the exact same way when we got on the porch. Yeah. yeah. But this time, because it was more than just us there, I didn't run. And it was the cat. That was funny. But yeah, that Pretty was sure a Naisha June thought team. we were idiots. Nah. <laughs> I, I think scared. she thought we were smart. Like, you didn't go investigate. You, you no, left. Not. This is not a horror movie, okay? <laughs> this is not what we do here. We leave. No. Like, <laughs> your house now. Like, listen, if congratulations, if something is in I hope here you like it. I date, I'm out. You, it's your house. Thank like, you for letting some... me stay here and I'll <laughs> figure it out. It's been a year. It's great. It's been real. It's been fun. Yeah, but I'm out. It's yours yeah. now. That was a Juneteenth con. Uh, Juneteenth. It was. So it I re- was a Juneteenth. And I think it's festival. like as I learn more about Juneteenth, I'm just like, but I remember celebrating Juneteenth. So we like, celebrated again. Juneteenth all the time. Mom never let us go a year without mentioning right Juneteenth. Juneteenth. So Even was in like, college, she would call was... and tell us, "Happy Juneteenth." Happy Juneteenth. Yeah. So it's like the fact that I didn't know as much as I do about it was fascinating. But um, but yeah, so celebrate Juneteenth with the cookout. Just keep it simple, keep it fun. Um, Just but I, I think my ice cream. I think you need to um sing the black national anthem when you open up your cookout i'm just joking but you could also hum it <laughs> silently into yourself before you take that first bite if of you know the words um that's what I said hum it just in case you don't know and if you don't know what the black national anthem is it's um lift every voice and sing so you know go ahead and learn those lyrics i love or, that you know song. learn that i beat. know all three <laughs> verses but i think we talked about that once before i think it was doing our black history podcast yeah again it's the and black national will- anthem debate your mama so <laughs> right well who's it dr sessoms he was the delaware state university um president while i was there one of the years i was there he said black is not an anthem black is not a nation and therefore we couldn't play the black national anthem at the start of the football games we played it at the end and i was just kind of like sir this is a historically black college and or university. We should be able to play the black national anthem, anthem whenever we get good daggone ready. Yep. But that was his thing. He was like, black is not a nation. It's like, I feel like hmm. this. I didn't Bam. like him. I preferred the original president, but he retired. And then if cookouts aren't your jam or rodeos or historical and reenactments <laughs> or basically being outside in the summer because it's freaking hot, you could just make a huge meal inside and put on your best clothes like you do on Thanksgiving. I actually wear shorts and a t-shirt on Thanksgiving, especially if I'm cooking. But I'm saying, you know, how people dress up for Thanksgiving. Like just, just I do, do not understand Just do that instead. That's fine. It's Why? great to celebrate. Why do you need to dress up to eat food you cook at your own home? To (laughs) eat at your own home. I'm not getting dressed up on Thanksgiving. Whatever I wore to cook, I'm probably going to switch out my t-shirt. Of course. Because it's going to have flour and all types of stuff on it. But I'm I'm, I'm showing up in sweatpants, some thick socks, and a t-shirt for Thanksgiving. Understood. So we know how you celebrate Juneteenth, pretty much however you fancy, um, long as it's respectful of, and mindful of what we're celebrating here. But Not what like should, Walmart. 
what should you bring to a Juneteenth celebration? Not that Walmart ice cream. <laughs> traditionally, traditionally, you bring something red. And it's red because it symbolizes ingen- ingenuity and resilience and bondage. So oh, it's- well, wait, if you bring somebody something red, I bring something red. Who bringing real food? Well, that's the thing. It's just, you know, like red velvet cake and different seasonings on your chicken to turn it red. But it doesn't have to be a completely red table, but there needs to be something red for the table. There just has to be something there. Probably going to bring red plates. How about that? I mean, something red for the table. It's <laughs> <laughs> what I said. I said what I said. What I said. What but, I said. Um, you can think watermelon, which, you know, blackface and menstrual shows try to ruin, but watermelon is an acceptable. Not try to. They did. I know some people of the diaspora who do not eat watermelon and do not eat me. fried chicken in front of people. And they Mm-mm. sure are not going to eat them together. I actually work with a couple older black um, mm. people. Um, one older black gentleman whom I respect and and find to be quite useful um, for when you need someone to talk to was like he does not eat watermelon in front of white people. He just doesn't. You're not going to like, food for me. You're just like not, wait, you're not you're going to just it. cut cut it up and put it in a container. <laughs> no, he don't do watermelon and he does not eat fried chicken in front of white people either. No, I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to let you take things out of my face. I'm going to eat whatever <laughs> I'm going to eat. And if you're going to have a racist thought, you're going to have it whether I'm eating watermelon, chicken, or not. I could be eating a salad and you're probably going to have the same thought. So there's also strawberry pie and there's red velvet cake with cream cheese icing. Um, and yeah, whatever. It's cream cheese icing on red velvet cake. Um, but if you are, you know, not like me who, you know, basically exist on sugar, you can make savory options that can be read. And for that, I introduce to you the newest addition to my cookbook collection. Oh, you got it. <laughs> melon and Red Birds by Nicole A. Taylor. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. I don't have an addiction yeah. to books. I'm fine. Mm, yeah, sure. I'm good. You're totally fine. Everything's no, not a problem. Not a problem. But <laughs> I did pick it up because I did want to know more about what to make for Juneteenth, just because I just know it's something red. Like, you know, on watch night services, you do black, black eyed bean, black eyed peas and, you know, something green, typically. And some stewed tomatoes. It's yeah. Black eyed peas, collard greens, stewed tomatoes and fried chicken. Right. So for Juneteenth, um, she, again, her name is Nicole A. Taylor. She talks about traditional recipes, but also recipes that are adapted for the 21st century that you could cook on Juneteenth or just anytime you want to have a good meal it doesn't have to be just for Juneteenth and she goes into detail on how like it's just a history of foods to celebrate Juneteenth but you can literally eat this meal anytime of the year um she has like recipes for corn dogs which fave winner I love corn, <laughs> love dogs. corn dogs I wish I could get corn dogs with turkey or chicken hot dogs in them yeah she has a sweet potato spritz which is a drink so I'm like definitely want to get Ooh. that there's a watermelon ginger beer yes and cherries jubilee so now what is cherries jubilee i I know know. it's a dessert but let's open our book shall we (laughs) what page this is on is it under Mm -hmm. cherries or is it under jubilee oh are you gonna Mm -hmm. use the index i'm gonna use the index not everyone knows how to use the index of a book 
oh my goodness, really? You just, she just got to figure out how did she, how, how did she qualify this? Okay, page 258. <laughs> wow, how many pages are in that book? Oh, this is like 300. Easy. Oh, that's a nice book. It's good. Watermelon and Redbirds Red by Nicole A. Taylor. All right, so Cherry's Jubilee. Look at the picture. She pretty. Oh, I can't. Oh, so oh, oh that is pretty. She pretty. So obviously cherries. <laughs> there's honey vanilla ice cream. Really? Right. Oh, there's honey vanilla ice cream, tangerines, butter, butter, love butter, sugar, of kosher course. salt. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with kosher salt. I know that's why I love either it's over, it's under, it's never just right. Yeah. Cornstarch, Bing cherries, and bourbon or American whiskey. Sign me up for the bourbon, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to read it because I, I want people to buy her book to get the full No, speed, absolutely. Yeah, it's, I'm like, yay. So, yeah. So, it's really, I like that there's no hard, fast rule in how to celebrate Juneteenth. Again, just do it with respect and understanding <laughs> of why we celebrate our freedom. And, you know, have a little something red for your table. So, what dad can't have? Oh, my Walmart's God. Walmart's Juneteenth ice cream. Walmart is out. <laughs> Put it like for real. Walmart, y'all are so low down and dirty. You went and decided to make ice cream and to copyright the name Juneteenth. How can you copyright the name of a national, national holiday? holiday? Sorry, a federal holiday. Don't care. How do you get to who in the copyright office approved that? How do you think? Did you also copyright MLK Day? How about Christmas? <laughs> Seriously, Thanksgiving is that trademark? Does Target have the trademark to that? Y'all, some itches, man. <laughs> like, ew. I love how you just censored yourself on an adult podcast. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I felt like perhaps calling them outright would be wrong would be disrespectful if we had someone on the podcast who's particularly bothered by extreme curse words some people don't like it walmart some itches though like i just don't i don't appreciate it and it's just one more reason why i refuse to to shop at walmart it's not that walmart is the one who obviously let me correct myself walmart is not the company who copyrighted it It was some other company that just owns a bunch of commercial crap that copyrighted it. But Walmart made sure that their brand, their store brand of ice cream, great value, um, had themselves some Juneteenth ice cream. And that's why it annoys me because Walmart gave them the venue through which to, to, to use. Yeah. Ew. And if you're not, like up to date on what this whole thing was walmart decided to through their great value brand which also offends me i'm sorry sorry. like you're gonna do it to your bargain brand what the hell ever anyway um walmart decided to share or sell because they're not giving away for free share um a, Mm -hmm. a red velvet flavored ice cream called for juneteenth and it had a nice little words of you know like their own version of thoughts and prayers on there um (laughs) just to say something about what Juneteenth was but it's like but you're selling it and you're copywriting it so clearly this is just yeah about you this is just about you this is not about 
what the hell what the holiday is about and juneteenth has already had a history of people just saying oh we're not going to celebrate it because we're not there anymore and i'm like we're still there we're, we're, still, we're still there we can still advance and still celebrate the past but whatever <laughs> so we, walmart did apologize they did and they took it off the shelves but they shouldn't have never did it it's just kind of like do you have a black person in your boardroom and do you actually empower them to tell you the truth because mm. perhaps you do not empower them to tell you the truth because maybe if you had more than one maybe if you had a handful or maybe two handfuls somebody would have pulled you to the side and said don't, don't do this that. black twitter will destroy you and when I first heard it, I was like, I don't understand what the issue, like when I first heard, I didn't hear about the copyright first. I just heard that Walmart is selling a Juneteenth brand ice cream. I was like, okay, so this is the commercialization of Juneteenth. Every holiday has been commercialized. So we finally made it. We have arrived. And I was like, oh, wait, there's a copyright. Okay. Why are you always trying to own people? Just stop. Just let it go. Just, just let it go. So sticking with what everyone else has done, I'd like to take a moment to encourage folks to buy the ice cream that we have decided to promote instead of Walmart's blasphemous ice cream, which you can no longer purchase anyway. It's Creamalicious ice cream. You can get it from Target and they do have a red velvet flavor along with peach cobbler, Ooh. banana pudding, and a few other things that I would love to try when I have sufficient lactate pills. But don't buy that. <laughs> don't consider it. I mean, for real, I was. Who's going back to Target? <laughs> After going to Target today, this guy. I've been at Target. I've been at Target. I have two boxes right now. <laughs> at my door I have three boxes at my doorstep <laughs> two from Target one from Amazon but I had to buy um it's random and it's a short story um from June 14th to July 31st there are eight birthdays and Father's Day yeah that's a lot of gifts to be buying so I got to start early on the birthdays. Otherwise I'll procrastinate, especially when you're buying for tiny people. So one box is one person's birthday. Another box is another person's birthday. And then I got some, started working on winter clothes for the tiny guy. And I got his lotion because we, we bougie, we use Mustela lotion, which is like $20 a bottle, but he if does it works. not, <laughs> it works. And he has eczema and we very rarely have an outbreak. Nice. It works. Yeah. So again, anybody's ice cream except for the one that you can no longer buy but we because for some prefer. reason they thought they're going to for some reason they thought they're going to get away with it but they didn't thank goodness i just don't think they allowed the non-white people in the room to speak hell i'm willing to bet there was a white person in the room that had their eyebrows raised like hmm. that's that's <laughs> that sounds inappropriate <laughs> i i'm gonna i'm gonna say that maybe we shouldn't do this or perhaps there wasn't a board meeting at all and someone said oh this looks good and press send on an order before really considering it but i love how they had the color in and everything i was irked I mean, deeply. I'm so I was, upset. But literally, I was just like, I mean, at least it's red velvet. At least it's not, you know, at least they didn't try to do like a chocolate. I mean, we all know red velvet is chocolate, but like they didn't do like a uncolor treated <laughs> chocolate. Like, well, I mean, or they, actually, they didn't do a white stupid, chocolate version. Ignorant. I know, but I'm just saying, I mean, there was some thought into this, not a lot, but some. 
Like, oh, yeah, God. Of course. Let, me... Let me commercialize Juneteenth as quickly as possible. It's impossible. But it's just round two of the nonsense. So it just takes me back to the flyer from earlier <laughs> in March. Was it April? Yes. May. They canceled that event. Thank goodness. They, canceled they needed it. to. Like, they had to. <laughs> It's just like, like what were you thinking you having a juneteenth celebration was it alabama or mississippi i can't remember but the all one of, white one of those all white panel on juneteenth. on food on food for juneteenth an all white panel and i was hmm. just like you mean to tell me y'all couldn't find somebody's grandma to get up here and talk to folks all these famous infamous infamous <laughs> chefs of the diaspora oh you could have got quest love i mean come on plenty of people have a cookbook i mean so many people that are he's like a triple threat he could bring co-hosting cooking and music i don't think they could have afforded (laughs) quest love but they could have afforded probably (laughs) miss taylor and her watermelon and um I was about to say watermelon oh. cantaloupe, but that's watermelon red birds. Watermelon and red birds book. They probably could have gotten her for much cheaper and actually held their event. Um, but it's just like all all the great chefs of the diaspora. Or you could have found an uh, Instagram sensation who just so happens to live in your state. Yeah. Or you could have just offered them the opportunity to travel and promote their stuff and cover their their room and and board and and meals and incidentals you know you could have done something better than talking about food from Juneteenth with not near black person on there but tell me that you are raising money for all these black organizations it really took me back to the the what is it on the help the help they had that African children's fund oh yeah I don't really remember. put a dent in African children's hunger. Like that mm. is what it took me back to. It took me back to the help where they were raising money to help African children who were hungry while underpaying their maids right now and, and not giving them, them minimum wage. Yeah, and letting right having now. them pee in an outhouse. <laughs> right. So it's just kind of like, hmm. no, yes. I'm not doing that. Yeah. So Smitty can't have it. One, because he's lactose intolerant and two, because it's no longer available. Because Just if saying. he did pick it up, I would <laughs> slap it out of his hand. Boom. <laughs> Be my tumble. Not in my house. No, no, no. <laughs> but my true plan for this year's Juneteenth, which is, you know, a couple of days after the end of the school year, is to actually make something from this book. Like oh, that'd be nice. I really want to make something, and I want to make something savory and something sweet and a drink. Like there's going to be when a vegetable it, here. It's going to be when vegetable. is when is school finished for you? The fifteenth. That's disrespectful. Because I'm gonna be up the week before. Dang. Yeah. Man, it I'm is. mad now. It's disrespectful. It's mad disrespectful, especially after the year we've had. Like, you can't just cancel school now. Like, just, <laughs> just say, you know what? Y'all did y'all best. Go ahead and go home. Go inside the summer early. You, you did it. Good job. We you, made it. We are did a white whole, whole year knuckling it through. In person. Whew. Hey, you got two more weeks and you get to say you made it through school without COVID. She says, fingers crossed. 
You'll make it just fine. I don't know. We got career fair coming up. We got all these people mixing around with each other. I'm looking at all and this is a bad Girl, idea. As long as you got your mask on, you good. You know what is rising at work, COVID. All these people talking about, oh man, I caught it again. I was like, again? Again? You ain't learned your lesson the first time? <laughs> what? No, girl, you still out here without your mask on? I'm like, what? You Apparently the flu again? is going around my one of my schools. Oh the my flu. Gosh. I'm I like, I thought it. flu season was over. Mm, just because flu, se- flu season is when people tend to get it, but you can get the flu year round. I know, but in my mind, I'm just like, something's got to be over. It is it's- clearly not COVID. <laughs> The efficacy of the flu vaccine that you got, you know, probably in the fall has Mm -hmm. worn off. That's why you have to get it every year. But it's to cover you during the most active part of the flu season. But yeah, you can get the flu all year round. I get it. But again, something, basically, something needs to be over. I'm sorry. And clearly... Clearly, well, it's not the school year. Well, Clearly, it's avian not COVID. flu is calm down, and I haven't heard much about monkeypox since folks started um, acting crazy. So. You know what is over? The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, <laughs> and uh-huh. I did not follow that because I'm just like I don't know why this ha- why this is happening in Fairfax, but okay. And then I listened to one part of the case, and I was just like, you know what? This is not for me. I, I I'm just not gonna do this. I'm just so gonna, let me. I'm gonna close you. this. I'm gonna end this this video I here. I really don't know who Amber Heard is. <laughs> and when I found out that she was a chicken Aquaman, I was like, and I could have pretended to not know her or not known her. For a little bit longer. I don't know who you are, lady, and why you matter, except for the fact that you were married to Johnny Depp. Don't know. He could have been a, a stone cold a-hole. I have no clue. I don't know you though. <laughs> I, I guess it's a matter of just not caring. Well, it's literally folks, none of my business. A rich person treating another rich rich person. Yeah, terribly and y'all are putting hands on each other and doing drugs and, and the stuff that they were telling in court I'm like I feel Toxic. like this is not a good idea like I just feel like y'all shouldn't have never got married yeah and at Toxic some point behaviors. someone should have been like I need to walk away from this codependency is this thing. isn't working but again quote, I, that's um the Dave Chappelle version of Rick James Codependency is a hell of a drug because that's what that is. That's what that is. Yeah. But yeah. So I hope you like my version of the history lesson on Juneteenth. <laughs> Again, I learned some things that I didn't know, like the different names for Juneteenth. I am partial to Juneteenth. I think it's pretty awesome. And being able to actually read the general order was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, this is what he said. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah learning about Choctaw Indians who were still enslaved in 1866 was interesting and that they were they sided with the Confederacy I'm like oh that's so you were still enslaved after the amendment after the Constitution amendment okay we just we just following some rules for some rules over some and after all apparently well I mean (laughs) reading is fundamental if no one's spreading that information like we talked about before there's no opportunity to Mm -hmm. learn and I got to learn about the wonderful Nicole A. Taylor. And I do mean learn about her because I got to read one of her articles. I got to, because I remember we, I talked to you about her book a while ago, but I didn't like investigate. But then I learned more about her and I was like, 
that that cookbook is mine <laughs> it's going on the shelf <laughs> if i get a sad. signature on it i would love it but um yeah so we learned about juneteenth we we talked about what, what was bothering amber which is walmart's juneteenth ice cream <laughs> ma'am still mad still mad it's gonna take a while it's gonna take a while yeah so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope you learned something about Juneteenth. I hope you now know that you can literally just do a cookout and just hang out with the fam and just, you know, think about how far we've come. We have come pretty far. I mean, we got some places to go, but we've come pretty far since, you know, people thought they could own us or they thought we were three-fifths of a person. So just saying. Legally thought we were three-fifths of a person, which... I think some people still believe that, but legally they don't. How do they still fight the war? Legally they don't. Let me, let me preface that. <laughs> um, you can catch us on the socials. Um, all of our stuff is stuff our dad can't have, especially our Gmail account, because Ashley finally changed it. Smiley face for me. <laughs> on Instagram as well and on Facebook. Amber, you got anything to say to the good people? Um, have a good one. <laughs> Remember Juneteenth is this uh is um upcoming Sunday, June nineteenth is also Father's Day. So you know, cook out for Father's Day, cook out for Juneteenth. Just Y'all better stop table. giving men cookouts. Y'all need to do better on these daggone Father's Day gifts. You want me to say something? Let me say that. How how now how how is husband getting wrestling them kids up to cook you something to eat and all he get is a tie? Y'all better do something for for the men folk for for Father's Day. And I'm going to say something controversial. Ladies, we have Mother's Day. And just like not all dads are great dads, not all moms are great moms. And I don't ever see a dad saying it's Mother's Day. I'm going to celebrate my day. So let's 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 let the dudes have their moments to to shine, especially those out here doing their thing. I think it deflates them a little bit when they see that, especially you know, like black dads, they, they don't get enough credit, especially those that are doing the right, doing right by their kids. So. And sacrificing do and doing their actual best. And sometimes their best isn't good enough for you, but it is still their best and it so should be recognized. Give it, give it up for the dads or the dad like figures out here mm. on June 19th and, and live it up for them and, and give them something more than just a tie. At least let them go to Lowe's by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and don't say nothing with whatever they come right. back with. I have no clue what I'm doing for my husband for Father's Day or for my own dad for Father's Day. I will make sure that both of his children give him a gift. And all I know is I've already spoken to our dad and he's when we're going to Ikea on June 16th. So these Swedish meatballs are for you. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. On June 16th. Wow, y'all making dates to go to Ikea? I mean, I'm not driving up there until I have to go back to work in August. So if we're going to Ikea, we're going to Ikea now. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. Well, that was my last rant for today. (laughs) Clearly, I'm angry black woman. All right, you guys. Well, have a great week. Bye-bye. Audi 5000 (laughs) P.